is today in history, October the 2nd. On this day in 1968, St. Louis Cardinals pitcher Bob Gibson strikes out 17 Detroit Tigers in the first game of the World Series, breaking Sandy Koufax's record for the most strikeouts in a World Series game. He's on this day in 1948 the checkered flag waves at the first post-war u.s road race in watkins glen new york and on this day in 1985 hollywood icon rock hudson dies of aids just what is wrong with rock hudson tonight the 59 year old actor remains in a paris hospital undergoing tests but the nature of his illness has become clouded in mystery and confusion yesterday it was reported that hudson had liver cancer and possibly aids but today the hospital denied the cancer story and said nothing about the A's rumor. A spokesman just said Hudson was tired. Becoming the first major U.S. celebrity to die of complication from AIDS, Hudson's death raised public awareness of the epidemic, which until that time had been ignored by many in the mainstream as a gay plague. In 1984, while working on the TV show Dynasty, Hudson was diagnosed with AIDS. And on July 25th, 1985, he publicly acknowledged that he had the disease at a hospital in Paris where he had gone to seek treatment. The news that Hudson, an international icon, had AIDS, focused worldwide attention on the disease and helped change public perceptions of it. And on this day in 1971, Rod Stewart earns his first number one hit. If living well is the best revenge, then Rod Stewart has long since avenged the critical barbs he suffered through the years. Still active in his fifth decade as a recording star, he can point to nearly three dozen pop hits and nearly 40 million albums sold as proof that he's done something very right. Yet all of his commercial success wouldn't silence those purists who believe that Rod Stewart wasted the greatest male voice in rock history by putting it to use in service of disco anthems and an endless string of generic adult contemporary ballads. Whatever one's opinion about Stewart's musical choices, few could deny the pure perfection of his performance on one of rock and roll's greatest songs of all time, Maggie May, which became Stewart's first number one hit October the 2nd, 1971, on this day in history. Wake up, Maggie, I think I got something to say to you. It's late September.